0: All right, take your Bibles this evening and turn with me to Genesis chapter 37. Genesis chapter 37, Uh, in the daily Bible readings, I've been reading about Joseph lately, and and, uh, I thought about, was thinking about that in in the readings that I do uh, along with the Bible reading. It, It mentioned how that Joseph was a forerunner of Christ. In that, that a lot of things that happened in Joseph's life were mirrored in some sense in Jesus's life. So, I went through and, and I wrote down uh, I wrote down nine things that happened in Joseph's life that, that were married, uh, mirrored in Jesus's life. So, for the next three weeks, Lord willing, we're going to be talking about Joseph and Jesus. And tonight we're going to be discussing part one of that. So, three things tonight that happened in Joseph's life, that were mirrored in Jesus' life. So let's go to Genesis chapter 37. We'll begin in verse 1, and we'll read through verse 11. And God's Word says to us tonight, Now Jacob dwelt in the land where his father was a stranger, in the land of Canaan. This is the history of Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brothers and the lad was with the sons of Billah and the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives, and Joseph brought a bad report of them to his father. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age. Also he made him a tunic of many colors. But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peaceably to him. Now Joseph had a dream, and he told it to his brothers, and they hated him even more. So he said to them, Please hear this dream which I have dreamed. There, were, there we were, binding sheaves in the field. Then, behold, my sheaf arose and also stood upright, and indeed your sheaves stood all around and bowed down to my sheaf. And his brothers said to him, Shall you indeed reign over us? Or shall you indeed have dominion over us? So they hated him even more for his dreams and for his words. Then he dreamed still another dream and told his brothers and said, Look, I have dreamed another dream, and this time the sun, the moon, and the eleven stars bowed down to me. So he told it to his father and his brothers, and his father rebuked him and said to him, What is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall your mother and I... And your brothers indeed come to bow down to the earth before you? And his brothers envied him, and his father kept the matter in mind. Tonight we're looking at Joseph and Jesus. Let's pray together. Father, we do want to honor you with everything that we say, do, and sing, and think. Everything that we, that we are tonight, we ask, be pleasing in your sight. Father, as we open up your word and we look at these things that that were written for our encouragement, for our benefit, for us to, to know and to see, we pray that you will not only increase our knowledge but our devotion to you, knowing that you know all things ahead of time and that, Father, you have ordained that we be here tonight studying, worshiping, praising you. So, Lord, as we do just that, we ask for your blessing we pray, Father, that you will teach us and that we will be more submitted to you every day, every moment, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, so in our passage of Scripture tonight, we find that, that Jacob has come back from Padanaram, where he married his wives and started having his children, and, and the Lord in, increased his um his wealth, he had all kinds of cattle and flocks and his family was growing really big and then he moved back home. Uh, So he moved back to Canaan and he dwelt in the land there. Uh, It says there that, that Joseph was 17 years old and then it mentions in verse 3 the first thing that Jesus and Joseph had in common there was that they were loved by their fathers. It says, Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children. We have to understand that, that Joseph was the son, the only son at this time of uh, the, his wife, or his mother Rachel, not Rachel, Rebecca. Y'all hang on, I got my, my, my R's mixed up. His mother, okay, Jacob's wife. Jacob loved her, and he was serving Uh, her father in order to to be able to take her in marriage. Seven years. And after that, after the seven years, he was supposed to be married to her, and then Laban swapped Leah in for for Rachel. I've got it right now, Rachel. It took me a minute. I had one of those Joe Biden moments. I'm sorry. But it's Rachel. So anyway, um, then they made an agreement for him to work seven more years to marry Rachel. So he did that, and then he worked six more years, and and during that time, he gained flocks and herds and all of those things. Then he moved back to Canaan because the Lord God came to him and told him, you know, go back to the land of your father. So he did that. And now his son Joseph was his only son by uh, Rachel. And because he loved Rachel more than he loved all of his other wives, he loved Joseph more than he loved all of his other sons. But there's a reason given there. It says because he was the son of his old age. Yeah, I've tried to kind of figure out how old um, Jacob was, I think. And this is my recollection or my figuring. I think he was about 75 when he went to Padanaram. So he was much older than that by the time that um, when he got back, when Joseph was 17, you know, he was probably in the neighborhood of at least 100 at this point. Uh, so uh, he was aged, but it's not just because he was old when he had uh, Joseph as a son. This is also a description of Joseph. He was wise beyond his years. He had a certain character about him. You know, there's certain things about people who have... Uh, whenever you see them, they they said they're they're older than they really are. They're they're um, they're an old how do they say that? An old soul. Very good. Thank you, Miss Miss Bridget. She teaches me a lot. Uh, but she but this is what it is. They he could have been the best of character of all the sons, and that's why he had his father's blessing and his father's love so much. So now we go to. Matthew chapter 17. Listen to what the uh, the scripture says in Matthew uh, chapter 3 verse 17 about Jesus. Jesus uh, was being baptized by John. And after his baptism it says, And suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Jesus also having the... The love of the Father being accepted, not only uh, because He is God the Son, part of the Trinity, but because He was well-pleasing unto the Father. At this point, Jesus had been living on this earth for somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 years, and He had completely uh, followed the Lord God Almighty in in everything that He uh, had done throughout His life, sinless, perfect. And was, and was willing to, to submit himself to God every moment of every day. He had God's blessing, and, and God, uh, at his baptism, spoke his blessing to, for all the world to hear. This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Now, Joseph was loved by his father, and Jesus, of course, loved by God the Father. And going back now to our scripture in Genesis chapter 37, verse four of chapter 37. The scripture says, "But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers brothers, they hated him and could not speak peaceably to him. Jesus and Joseph were both hated by their brothers. Joseph was hated because he was the favorite. He was the one that was being taken care of. He was the one that being, being taught the family business, uh, being given the coat of many colors. It was a, a coat of authority. It was the, the kind of like saying, this is my heir who's going to take over all of my property when, or take over the business whenever I'm, I'm gone. In a sense, it was that sort of, uh, uh, that was the meaning behind the tunic. So him having the favor of his father, his brothers didn't like it because he was younger than them. He was the little pipsqueak. He was the runt of the family. He was the baby. And they would say, well, the baby's being taken care of. And they were jealous of him and his, uh, the love that he was being re- was receiving and also the, what his father was, was putting on him, they wanted for themselves. So they were jealous. And they couldn't speak peaceably to him. Now, as the story goes on, you know how bad it gets. Joseph um, suffers from the hands, at the hands of his brothers. But going forward and looking at Jesus, the scripture says in John chapter 1, I'm going to read that to you real quick. John chapter 1 verse 11. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. And you know, when I was reading In the New Testament, about different times when Jesus was being persecuted or being—he was uh, being—the the pressure was on him from the religious leaders. How many times does it say they took up stones to stone him because they couldn't stand the truth that came from him? And at one point. Jesus, well, at several points, and I, and I forget exactly how many times the, that they, they actually threatened to stone him, but every, just about every time it says that they, they took up those stones and, and then Jesus was unavailable to them in some supernatural way, or either he, he was removed from their midst or he slipped out or, or got away from them. How many times would he have been killed uh, if they had been able to stone him? And they felt they were righteous in doing that because they hated him. They hated what he was saying and what he stood for. Uh, They they hated the fact that he was telling them that they were wrong. Joseph was hated by his brothers, and Jesus was hated by the world. He told his disciples, the world hated me first, so surely it's going to hate you. Jesus and Joseph were both hated by their brothers. But going back again to Genesis chapter 37, Joseph has dreams. It says, Now Joseph had a dream and, and he told it to his brothers and they hated him even more. And both of the dreams were very similar. It was, it was Joseph was going to rise to a certain position. And the brothers were going to bow down before him and rule over them. And that's the idea. Looking down there at uh, verse 10 where he told it to his father and his brothers. And his father rebuked him and says, what is this dream have have you dreamed? Shall your mother and I and your brothers indeed come to bow down to you on the earth or bow down to the earth before you? You see, they realized by the dreams that he was dreaming that Those dreams meant that he would rule over them. And they rejected it. The brothers hated him more. Even his father rebuked him. The father that loved him says, Now, hey, wait a minute. You've got this thing all wrong. How are we supposed to, why are we supposed to come and bow down before you? I don't know. Uh, The rebuke from his father didn't come from the first dream where the brothers were bowing down to him. But now in the second dream, it says that Jacob and and Joseph's mother were going to bow down to him. And then he received the rebuke. Could it have been that he he was okay with the brothers worshiping or, or Joseph ruling over his brothers but not ruling over him? Joseph was rejected as a ruler. And in Luke chapter 13, listen to the words. Of the Lord Jesus. Verse 34. Jesus said. O Jerusalem. Jerusalem. The one who kills the prophets. And stones those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together. As a hen gathers her brood under her wings. But you were unwilling. Jesus came to be the sacrifice the first time he came he came to take care of sin the next time he comes he's going to come apart from salvation he's going to come for restoration he's going to come to rule and to reign he was rejected the first time as a ruler but the next time there will be no rejection there will be no opposition that would be able to stand only Jesus to rule and to reign righteously. King of kings, the prince of peace, the Lord of lords. Joseph and Jesus, these images, these happenings were mirrored in, from Joseph's life to Jesus' life. They were loved by their father, hated by their brothers, and rejected as rulers. Let's go to the Lord in prayer, please. Father, thank you so much for your word. And help us to, to recognize and realize, Father, that we need to submit ourselves to the Lord Jesus Christ, to his rule and his reign in our lives, whatever you desire. Father, I pray that we will bow down to that, commit ourselves to it, and discipline ourselves away from turning from your way God you're an awesome God you're wonderful in your love for us and we thank you in Jesus name amen